Have you ever woken up from a particularly notable dream and in the fading, groggy moments of twilight between the waking and dreaming world, you've laid in bed and tried to cling to and remember every little detail? You try to hold on to the beautiful vistas and heartfelt moments that your subconscious conjured up, and yet, as the sunlight cuts through your curtains and pours into your bedroom, it seems to wash away the details one by one. By the time you've gotten up and dressed, the dream has all but faded, and the only remainder is that lingering, wistful feeling of happiness. This week, we look at the 2016 movie, Your Name, a story of two people drawn together across an extremely ethereal bond, strong enough to leave the feeling that something is missing, yet delicate enough to wonder, was it all a dream? Is this real? Am I dreaming? Find out on this episode of Movies Will Save the World as we discuss your name. Welcome to Movies Will Save the World. My name is Glenn Cooper. Uh, this is Chris Peterson. And we are joined today by our very first guest uh, gracing our presence, uh, my oldest daughter, Joe Cooper. Woo! Joe, welcome. <laughs> Hello. How's it going, everyone? <laughs> and Joe selected the movie that we're going to be talking about today. The theme uh, was Star-Crossed Lovers, and boy, that seems like a good fit for my take. <laughs> uh, and the movie is the 2016 uh, movie Your Name. Yes. Um, and, and no, not your actual name. The name of the movie is Your Name. Yeah, but I, um, I plan and- on using that joke like... A thousand times. So. <laughs> I don't think it ever gets old. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, no, not to me. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe, this is our first uh, foray on this podcast into the uh, anime uh, realm. And, yeah. And I will just say off the top, I thought this was an absolutely gorgeous movie. It was um, totally. It, it, it was beautiful to look at. But tell us uh, why you picked it. Why the theme? Um, yeah, kind of start us off here uh yeah i mean i i i really like this movie i've seen it like uh, five times now i think mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh and i mean i think i i think i think it's got a lot of uh, stuff going for it mm-hmm. i mean i think it's i think it's a very visually beautiful film mm-hmm. um and i think it's also very like emotionally beautiful mm. film mm. i think it's it's just got a lot of um uh stuff going on for it and it's a i think it's a really nice uh, story and well told and uh all that stuff all that good stuff so. yeah i i i would agree i um i really enjoyed watching this movie and i had seen it once before i know we watched it together but it was a lot of fun for me watching it for the podcast and kind of taking notes and really trying to kind of dial into certain things chris you hadn't seen this before what what were your yeah i mean i was i mean i was looking forward to it because i knew that it would be much better than the usual drack that your dad (laughs) watched so I i was happy with that but i um i um like I like anime, but I'm not. I would mm-hmm. not say I'm like 
really schooled in like the art form or you know how um you know i know there's almost like it's it's a style in and of itself of of filmmaking mm-hmm. and it has a cultural importance that obviously i <laughs> i can't really appreciate but i realize that it's mm. there um so i did not i have never heard of this film um so i mm-hmm. went into it just with eyes wide open and um mm-hmm. yeah i was i i was I, this was a brilliant movie and something i mm-hmm. plan to watch you know a few more times because there's a lot of stuff mm. that i know kind of <laughs> went through and around me um mm. but mm-hmm. yeah this 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 is a this is a solid piece of art um and um yeah there's lots of things that i have questions of too that i hope you can answer joe <laughs> <laughs> yeah well. Joe, your job is to explain all of our confusion. Yes, you, <laughs> you have to, and walk us through the history of anime <laughs> yeah. and yeah. Japan, yeah. Japan. So that would help you, right. people too. Okay, okay, I've got, I've, I've got it all right I here. I assume it's something to do with the feudal system and the samurai culture. <laughs> up to Nintendo. Well, well yeah, up yeah. To <laughs> that's 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 where that's where it peaked. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, yeah, I um, I remember. I mean, the first time I watched this, the very opening scene where you see like the comet. It's sort of a yeah. you know, foreshadowing of what happens, right? And you see the comet kind of breaking apart, and the and the camera starts up above the clouds, and then it zooms down beneath them. I was just immediately sucked in um, to wow, this is a really visually impressive. And then Joe, yeah. I, I love what you said too. Like, there's a lot of emotional depth in, in this movie too. Um, and I don't, I don't really quite know where we should start, but one of the things that I wanted to bring up is, um, there is such a sense that I got of like longing Mm -hmm. in this movie, you know, and it's, it's the longing between the two main characters and, and that sense of, I mean, I think it's one of the very first lines of dialogue where, um, uh, Taki and uh, also I'm going to apologize in advance for all the terrible pronunciations that I'm going to be doing in this but uh, Taki and Mitsuha you know each sort of in unison speaking the lines about you know sensing some something missing and um, and then they come together it's it's a really I think compelling way to start um, the movie and kind of you, you kind of get jumped off on that that theme of, of, of a sense of kind of place and longing and, and something missing, which uh, kind of permeates the movie. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd agree. I think it's a, it's a, it's, it's one of the, it's one of the many themes that's, um, you know, going on throughout the movie. And I think there's a couple other mm. um, bits that kind of, that kind of point to that one, one that kind of, uh, that I noticed, I only noticed or, thought about it really on like the like second or third viewing or whatever mm-hmm. but um skipping ahead a little, a little bit if you uh um, oh, we don't do that remember when they're oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> we usually start at the end and work backwards <laughs> right right okay so <laughs> um no so when when taki is on um is on the date that Mitsuha set up for him yeah. with um I I don't remember the character's name it was but, um, Miss uh, oh yeah I don't either <laughs> Okuda I think yeah she was the... or something like that yeah um 
and they they go to that that museum and that exhibit and mm-hmm. that exhibit that exhibit that includes the town of of Hida mm-hmm. is uh titled like nostalgia right. or something like that yeah yeah like i was i was trying to um like longing was definitely it, it was it was definitely like nostalgia longing and and kind of mm-hmm. yeah feeling that's like that whole idea of feeling like something is missing um yeah. To me is a is is a <laughs> is like it's such an abstract idea. So how do you tell that um but mm-hmm. not just with yeah, you can say with words, but you also have to somehow represent that visually. And I think the movie um did an outstanding job of creating that atmosphere. So you 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 see mm-hmm. the sense of, you know, like Taki's like moping around or whatever, but also as you just pointed out, there's there's parts of it that, yeah, you you kind of it's almost like you know we're in, we're in autumn, we're in fall, and you know that's kind of a season mm-hmm. almost where you feel that way, um, mm-hmm. and so even um, there are those clues, and, and you know I I guess if I went back and watched it again, I would probably you know try to note some of that because um, some of it just I guess kind of played on my subconscious, but that's interesting you pointed mm-hmm. that out. Yeah, I I definitely noticed that scene too, and noticed the name of the exhibit being nostalgia. It's interesting, Chris, because we talked about safety not guaranteed yeah. as our last movie, and, <laughs> exactly. and nostalgia was a major theme. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of here, um, maybe not as pronounced as as that movie, but you know, Joe, as you were talking about um, that. Uh, one thing that came to mind was like, <laughs> it's like I wonder if if the writer and 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 the people who crafted this story started from a how can we tell a story about longing and because i think like the sort of the character you know the two main characters kind of waking up in each other's bodies and getting to know each other over this sort of like what we find out later is even not even a disconnect between the two of them but a disconnect between time yeah um you know it's one of those things where it's like i wonder if it's I want to tell a story about this feeling and then I'm going to back into that with this very, very creative, interesting way to, to do that. I, I don't know, but, um, uh, yeah, it, 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 I agree. I think it was really, really well done. Um, so, so yeah, Joe, you have to answer that for us. Tell yeah. us. Oh, yeah. That's, okay. yeah well, I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> well, I, so I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know much about like you know what what specifically inspired this movie one one interesting um tidbit that i did find on um well it was on wikipedia so take it as you will oh it's absolute truth yeah yeah but um (laughs) uh interestingly i i had no idea and i didn't i didn't catch on to this Mm. until like watching it again but then i was like oh that actually kind of makes sense but apparently part of the inspiration that um that the director mm-hmm. um uh took from was the film interstellar really by chris Interesting. Christopher yeah Cullen. yeah huh i guess i could well, see that if i i mean i guess yeah you know what i mean <laughs> i guess I, I understand the influence a little bit um yeah i'd have to play that out but that's that's curious hmm well, that's yeah, that is super interesting, and uh, I really like Interstellar. Yeah, but so do I. 
most of the dialogue when there's sort of that difference between time is just Matthew McConaughey yelling Murph. Yeah, into, and, and like pushing <laughs> books out of a thing or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So I think I like this version of that better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think... I think the the scene that most correlates to mm. like that that moment in Interstellar is mm-hmm. the um the the sake um trip when he, <laughs> when he drinks him and kind of like right has, has that that that's, that acid trip or whatever. That's what happens mm-hmm. to me too whenever I drink uh, sake, so I could relate to that. Oh, aspect. okay. <laughs> it it only happens to me when I drink sake that has been fermented <laughs> been after somebody spit been out. Spit is that a real thing, by the way? <laughs> Like, I didn't look that up, but I just thought they couldn't have made that up for the movie. I assume that's, like, something, right? I would ass- I would assume so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it seems so weird to just throw that in there. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, yeah, we're going to make Spitz sake, and um, it's going to be magical. This is... <laughs> But this is the I'm sure I'm, the vast amounts the vast amounts of research that we do for this uh, yeah, show is really shining it, through. Here, I know, but. and I'm sure I just insulted <laughs> like this ritual, this sacred to an entire people. So I'm off to I, a you know good start. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, as much as we're jumping around here, I I and I want to come back to some of the themes that we we're talking about, but but that scene, you know, where um, uh, Mitsuya and her sister right her younger sister are doing that kind of ceremony right um boy i just thought that was such a a, a gorgeous scene and that you know the way that it was animated and, and um and them and all their movements and things like that and then you know setting aside the fact that it culminates in <laughs> regurgitating yeah. into a little receptacle <laughs> but up until that part i was i was hypnotized <laughs> but even within the context of the of the movie, like the, um, like some of the school friends walk by and, and they're like grossed out by it as well. So it evidently, it must mm-hmm. be a very special thing, even within, I, I guess now that I think about it, it's probably not as common. <laughs> it's just like everybody's doing it. Cause it seemed like right. kind of a special sacred ritual in that family or something mm-hmm. along those lines. And it obviously has meaning as, as we just pointed out that one scene where they, um, they're on the crater and they kind of cross right. paths for a minute or two, which I, which mm-hmm. hopefully we can talk about that scene later. Cause it was yeah. that, that yeah. I love that sure. part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the whole, um, the whole, uh, thing with the, um, with the, with the weaving and uh, the, mm-hmm. the braiding right. of cords and all that. And the, um, what's, what's the term that the, um, Oh, I wrote it down. Uh, I did too. Uh, Musubi. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> good, good um, <laughs> yeah. I think I think uh, it's it's an interesting. Uh, again, I feel I I wish I had <laughs> looked this up because I I get the feeling that a lot of this like movie has some sort of grounding in mm-hmm. like actual um, like religion mm. in. Uh, or, or 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 their right. um, culture at the very least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, but I think I think that that whole like concept of musubi and like how um like threads of time mm-hmm. can like kind of knot and like get tangled together and stuff like that is a is a really interesting concept. Mm-hmm. I think it was a really um unique way to portray this um 
this this sort of thing that's going on. I guess like it's an interesting way to portray like kind of almost time travel in a way. Yeah, it's interesting. Like there's this tension I feel like you get in the movie between sort of tradition and the ways that ha- things have been done in the past and right. and then you know there's the desire to move to Tokyo and everything is new and different there and like you know I, I love I love the scene uh, where uh, Mitsuo and, and I hope I'm pronouncing that well enough um, <laughs> Mitsuha I don't know anyway her Mitsu- and yes. like uh-huh yeah, her and her friends, the guy's like, oh, we're going to go to a cafe, and it's it's a vending machine. Yeah. You know? Which is <laughs> like, such a He's like, there's, such no a ca- yeah, he's like, there's no cafe here. Yeah, you know that, right? Um, there's not even a but, dentist you know, that we found out. It's <laughs> shocking. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I, I just, I feel like, and again, maybe that's some of the longing, too, right? Like, I'm, I'm I am at the same time sort of practicing and observing what is important about our culture and our traditions and our history and that kind of thing. And at the same time, wanting for something different and something more. Um, and yeah, I do love the sort of, you know, the, the, the threads and the chords as kind of that analogy for, um, you know, uh, I don't know how all of that stuff kind of mixes together. Um, yeah, it was, I think it was, I definitely feel like this is one of those movies where, you know, I feel like I wish I were a little smarter <laughs> to, yeah. you know, to understand exactly. it better. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> this was, um, all right, so we've done a, a, a couple other time travel type mm-hmm. movies. Um, and those... Uh, have been kind of rooted in at least some some sort of pseudoscience, right? Where there's like, yeah. you know, people are messing around and they accidentally or purposely invent some way of traveling through time or at least mm-hmm. displacement in time of some sort. But mm-hmm. like in this this one, we don't like the me- the mechanism that that it happens. I mean, we're not exactly told. I mean, and there's there's clearly something to do with comets and the golden hour or the magic hour and but it's like it it has more it's it's not technological in any way it's more mystical and more um, the union is is definitely tied in with thematically different um which i think Mm -hmm. makes makes the film a totally different tone had it been like taki is in you know high school and he accidentally (laughs) like microwaves a burrito and invents a time machine And then he switches bodies and it becomes right. like, you know, Freaky Friday or something. You know, it didn't go <laughs> right. that route, um, mm-hmm. which because we're like, so again, I jumped into this without knowing anything, which is, you know, which is fun because that's the best way, I think, to go into most movies. You know, and I, I was totally confused, of course, at the beginning, because um, I think it's what ta- Taki is in... Uh, Mitsuo's body in the beginning right. is, is that correct? And and he she wakes up and like yeah. <laughs> like it starts out so funny. Where he, he's looking or he he, yeah. he is looking at her chest right and like right, just freaking right. out. And then the sister comes in, which I thought was just <laughs> that was such a hilarious <laughs> and awesome way to start the movie. But then it, because yeah. the tone of the movie is nothing like that. Although humor mm-hmm. does play a part 
in mm-hmm. in the story and it i'm glad it's there um because yeah. it c- could make the story really almost like over emotional in a sense where you're mm-hmm. just feeling mm-hmm. like you're just getting like okay you know right th- th- those breaks and those little slices of humor i think are are, are yeah. well well done um throughout yeah, i want to i want to come back to the whole body swapping thing and talk a little bit more about that. I agree with you on the humor is is very very welcome in this movie. I laughed out loud quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> um, watching this, but but Joe, I was curious if you had any like coming back to the whole the nature of the sort of time travel like uh, any th- any theories on, on that? Yeah, I did take it as just like uh, this happens. Yeah, exactly. Story, I mean, I'm you know? gonna I'm gonna say yeah. like if it sticks within the rules of its what it established, it stays within those parameters. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with it. But right. yeah, I'd be curious to Joe is what your insight is as well. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm I I, th- I think I'm, I'm I'm really glad that the movie never really explains mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. any of it works. Right. It, it makes it feel much more of a um, like mystical, mm-hmm. and it's very like almost like fate or something like mm. that. Right. Um, yeah. Uh huh. I I yeah. think yeah. I I think I I agree. I'm glad they didn't try and explain it through some. <clears throat> I don't know contrived story or or whatnot because I I think that. It would have taken uh, focus away from again the feeling of the movie, right? Right. And, and I think, you know, there's there's something about the way this movie feels, which is, you know, these people are sort of like moving through and making their way, like they're making huge, like you know, if it were me, it's like a huge intellectual leap. Like, yeah, if I go up to this mountain in this crater, then I'm gonna find an answer. Like, you know, that that's not something that I would probably do in in my life and that's not important right because the 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 point of the movie is to or i don't know it would have detract or uh, subtracted i think from again kind of the the feeling and there's something greater at work here and i'm sort of um almost like muddling my way through it you know without the need for a clear-cut explanation to Mm -hmm. the audience yeah well and also i think it's it's really interesting that the the two of them's reaction to um, this once they finally finally realize what's like happening to them mm-hmm. when they're like swapping lives and all that, their reaction isn't to like um, they're not they're not trying to figure out why it's happening. They say specifically that they're just going to try and write out this strange phenomenon until it ends. Yeah, well, and didn't, stuff like that. Yeah, because didn't at first it seems like they both thought, well, I'm just having a weird dream, or this is a really yeah. realistic dream that i'm having Uh until they find out like afterwards like yeah you were acting (laughs) really weird or (laughs) like whatever well and which i i really loved how they introduced the concept first of all you know they do the you know taki wakes up in mitsuo's body and then like you know takes off her shirt in front of the mirror and then freaks out right you know and so like uh yeah, that's probably what would have happened, right? But but then, like, and then the sister comes in, and then they cut to, it's like the next day. They don't even well, that was spend the p- time yeah. there, right? That was, 
Okay, yeah. When I first saw that, I was, yeah, I I was confused even more than usual about like that. Yeah, I I I I did feel like that was like one of the one of the very few moments that because first time viewing, I can totally see how pretty much anyone gets confused there because uh-huh. we just we just saw yeah. Taki yeah. uh as Mitsuha and then the the very next scene in the same house right. during the morning is Mitsuha as Mitsuha and you're like, yeah. wait a sec. Yeah. What happened? Right, because I was thinking like, was yeah, who uh, yeah, I was trying to do like a yeah, like a little chart, like all right, so who's who at this who's point? Who at this point? Yeah, because <laughs> I but now it yes, that yeah, I get it I, now. Sort of. What I like, what I liked about it is, it was one of those things where, again, I feel like the movie is trusting the audience to like mm-hmm. come along, you know. Right. Um, and and I like it when movies do that, even if you know the first <laughs> couple of times through, you're like, wait, what? What's happening? <laughs> so, um, yeah. Oh, but and and then I think where I, what I wanted to where I wanted to go with that is the other thing that I love about this is that there's some real practicality that those two characters exhibit in how they communicate back and forth with each other. Right. So there's like the journaling on the phone. Yeah. Um, I love, I love some of the little exchanges where it's like, don't spend money. You know, (laughs) like they're setting up, they're setting up rules for each other. Right. Like, okay, this is happening. Just don't spend all my money. Uh, you know, and stuff like that. I love that. Yeah. And, and kind of the whole, like, even the the fact that they have to like set all these rules for mm-hmm. each other, I think, really, I think I think I think it really shows like who, like who these people are. I mean, they're they are still really just like like teenagers basically, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, yeah, I I I, <laughs> I feel like if you're if you don't have the sort of, I guess, uh, responsibility that I think that you, um get you know uh as you as you get older or whatever i think you would be very much tempted to be like oh well it's uh i'll I'll just i'll just buy all this food (laughs) because it's your body that's eating (laughs) so it's like it doesn't matter to me does it totally and and the you know even going so far as to when uh mitsua is in taki's body like getting through his work like there were parts of this where I was like, if I woke up in someone else's body, I'm sure as hell not going to school, going to their job, <laughs> doing yeah, all of that work. stuff, you know? <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, gotta go to work. No, I yeah. would be like, oh. <laughs> no, you would. You would exactly do that. You'd be tempted to just like, yeah, I'm going to take full advantage of whatever. Yeah, just run up a credit card <laughs> bill or like, just like get in fights with people. I don't know. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, oh, what a what a great dream! I <laughs> dreamt of working an eight-hour shift. Yeah, exactly. It's really, like, uh, <laughs> really fun. My, my dream like sucks. <laughs> like I get yelled at at my boss, and like this customer's I, ripping me off. <laughs> I already have those dreams. They're not fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would be. Is there a point? Like, just um, is there a point where they realize it's not a dream? I mean, where when they mm. kind of understand, like, okay, I'm. I mean, I don't know. I I couldn't find it, and that maybe they mm-hmm. just just didn't have that in the film. I don't know if it's necessary or not, but I was trying to figure out if there's a point where 
they realize, okay, I, I act, I'm trying to remember, like, does Taki say something along the lines that he was, he realized, I can't remember, um, you've seen it mm-hmm. the I, most, Joe, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think they, they, they do, they realize and sort of, um, and, 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 uh, yeah, they sort of realize that when they, um, um, it's right, during like that the little kind of montage type mm, thing okay um it, that's sort of in in the middle yeah. of, of the movie or i would say about the halfway point okay, or so. so like this mm-hmm. act two um, kind of action where they're working working yeah, out the practical yeah. details of swapping um and was it an everyday thing or did it just happen it didn't seem to happen every day um uh they said so they said that it happened if i remember correctly like um i think taki says it happened like once like uh a couple times like a week or something Mm -hmm. and that it was at random like it didn't really right right um, yeah yeah stories that would be if they happened to you in real life incredibly frustrating in the sense that like yeah i'm I'm working on a mission and now I have to take two days off and just go back to my regular (laughs) school day. You know, like we have, we have the benefit of like the movie montage to like get us through that, the tedium of the in-betweens. Cause it was cool because they did actually try to help one another out in ways that one, you know, like she helped him get a date with miss, you know, the, the the everyone everyone is in love with her at the restaurant right and right she kind of like like she's like oh you have a feminine side yeah she said you have no idea um and then um like she, he seems to help her be a little more assertive around people like when like mm-hmm. she kicks that desk over there in art class or whatever and she like um <laughs> I don't know. She becomes she she does. I mean, because her father is such an ass, right? Like, well, right. I don't know what his deal is, but um, yeah. <laughs> her father. Like the first intro to her father is like she's just walking by with some friends, and he just like stops whatever like fundraising Seriously. or political speech he's doing to call her out. I like, know. dude, he's like campaigning in front of a bunch of people. He sees his daughter rather than, Hey, here's my lovely daughter. It's like, stand up straight. And like, yeah, humiliates her. And it's like, Oh, I'm voting for that guy. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. and he's like totally corrupt. And like, yeah. I don't know. It's, he's, de- <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what, purpose he served in the movie other than just being this kind of dick but um yeah well and was, he, he 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 said he becomes the ultimate obstacle at the end right because yeah i guess that's true convince him to evacuate the town which we should we should honestly come back to that as a whole discussion <laughs> yeah um, but um i guess so you know joe i really am curious on your take on one thing which is Chris, what you were just talking about, right, where, you know, they do kind of try and help each other out, right? And that whole, like, setting uh, Taki up with the date and everything like that is is something. What wasn't clear to me is when they started, Taki and Mitsuha started to develop, like, the feelings for each other. Mm. Um, it 
it felt to me like there's so much, I don't know, outward emphasis on like, well, of course they want to save the town and there's all this other stuff and whatnot. But, you know, at some point they really realize that they have this connection to each other and then spend, you know, a bunch of time after everything happens. Right. Wondering about each other. But um, I, I don't know if there's a clear turning point there. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, I think that. Uh, I. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think there was a. Uh, like a specific like turning point in mm-hmm. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. I think. I think. I think it. It was probably like a much more like gradual. Mm-hmm. Um. Sort of thing as they kind of, basically learned about each other's lives mm-hmm. and all that and stuff like that. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I I I do, I do think that's that's one of the moments or one of the things in the film that I think is um, a bit more kind of I guess not explicitly like like mm-hmm. shown or stated. It just kind of happens over mm-hmm. time and yeah. and s- spending what f- what must feel like to them like time together, mm-hmm. despite the fact that they're really spending time hmm. completely mm-hmm. apart from each other and are only able to <clears throat> communicate through writing on each other's faces and stuff like that. <laughs> That's right, I forgot about that. <laughs> and, and yet, like, oh, I was just thinking about, um, and, and obviously it's the title of, <laughs> of the film, mm-hmm. but the fact that they had amnesia about each other's names, like, that just yeah. consistently is part of, is, is just a part of this story, and it seems like, mm-hmm. what a, I mean, that that particular... It, there must be some significance to it. That it's mm-hmm. just again. If I was smarter, I would have seen. Ah, yes, um, that's what it means. But um, beca- because it's they obviously have such detailed knowledge, but yet that particular mm-hmm. thing is just not mm-hmm. there. And um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it. It. I was thinking about like when they started. I don't know if he he could describe his feelings for her but when he was he had he had his date with the you know waitress or whatever and she she said it was really fun but she said it seems like you're thinking about someone else the whole time i think it's, yeah, she says right. something along those lines so it's clear that mm-hmm. even at that point he's preoccupied mm-hmm. with this other person um but yet he knows so much about her life and yet still mm-hmm. when he's not I don't know. When he's not there, he seems to be, yeah, like it's, it's, it is, it's like trying to remember a, a dream you had like weeks ago or something, you know? Right. Yeah, I would, uh, I, I, I think, I think that, I think that's, that's it. I think it's, it's, um, the idea that to these, uh, to these two, um, when they're in each other's, uh, bodies or whatever during the swamp it i think to them it still really does feel like a like a dream that they're mm-hmm. having rather than uh, right. rather than like <laughs> complete reality and so yeah i think i think that the whole thing how he can't remember her name but he can remember all the things like about her is mm-hmm. kind of like it's like when you wake up after having a dream and you're trying to remember like all these uh, in all these details and stuff like that, and you can never remember the details, but you can remember the vague, mm. like, um, 
the feeling. Like the th- I think that's yeah. I would say that yeah that the feeling is the most uh like the part of a dream that's easiest to remember. Exactly, and I think it's and because of that, it's also like when you're trying when you're trying to explain like yeah i had this dream and you know the details of course sound like nonsense or just weird but it definitely made you feel something very i mean they feel you you know i've had dreams or something just good or bad has happened and you wake up feeling like that happened or like oh i Mm -hmm. found that thing or somebody died or whatever and it's like you can't (laughs) it's not easy to shake so maybe I don't know. I mean, and maybe that's just, yeah, part of, maybe that's the point where we can relate to them and their experiences is that we know mm-hmm. what it's like to have dreams and we know what it's like to, you know, what dreams feel like. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just I, kind of I, working it through right I, now. I, again, it kind of goes back to what we said or what we were talking about earlier, which is, you know, the movie doesn't get bogged down needing to explain all of the whys right. <laughs> things happen, right? Because I think uh, the result of of the movie is, boy, I felt that stuff. You know, yeah. I felt like, you know, um, that sense of longing, that sense of feeling so connected to someone. But you, and, and yeah, you can't even grasp, you know, what... It, it, I think it did such an effective job of um, conveying that emotion. So almost like a, a, a really um, uh, <clears throat> compelling dream, right? Like that that sense of emotion is what lingers. <laughs> you know, and we can talk right. about the visuals and all this and that kind of thing. But like it, it, it even as a movie did a good job of like you know that that kind of lingers even after the fact. So you know, it um, that just it something just occurred to me as you were both talking about that is yeah (laughs) your pearls of wisdom i was trying to sound smart (laughs) (laughs) your pseudo intellectual yeah exactly um (laughs) we make an effort on this show (laughs) well there's um all right you you know you both know who c.s lewis is the guy who wrote narnia Mm -hmm. and lots of other decent books um he was a devout atheist throughout mm. his adult you know up into his adult life i mean not just mm. like an average atheist like heart you know like <laughs> like, <laughs> like really a, uh, yeah like what's that guy's name hutchins richard hutchins yeah like something like it's that. like that <laughs> level of just like i'm just yeah anyway yeah. i'm not a passive atheist i'm an in your i'm not like atheist. a late you know like some people are just kind of lazy atheists but like <laughs> He's like a this, very active atheist. Yeah, this is like actively <laughs> worshiping nothing. <laughs> he gets up Which, every morning and says, thank, thank you to nothing. Thank you, thank, I'm thank glad you there's for nothing, nothing no there. one. <laughs> That's what, he was that kind of atheist. Anyway, what actually started, it, it, what actually started to convince him, though, that there might be something is that he had this description where, like, he always felt, like, this longing. Like, he said, Mm -hmm. I couldn't describe what it was or what it was placed in or whatever, but it was almost like there was... I was longing for a home that I'd never been Mm -hmm. to, is how he kind of described it. And and that set him on the spiritual path of of Mm -hmm. trying to figure that part out, because he said it wasn't logical, but I couldn't shake it. Mm -hmm. It was real. Mm -hmm. Um and it was it was it was it was the sense that there was something else besides this 
you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That we can see. And, and I, that I can really relate to that sense mm-hmm. as well. And, and, and why, you know, like, you know, as we see Taki after college trying to find a job and he's walking around, and it's just, he's just feeling like something is missing. Like, I don't know. Right. That, that is, that is something that, that, you know, it was very relatable in the movie. Yeah. Like, man, I thought it nailed it on that particular point. I think so too. And I think it's just such a human thing, you know, it's, um, that sense of, of, of either sense of something being missing or something, a, a, a different purpose or, a, yeah. you know, I don't know. It, it's, it's one of those things too, that like it weaves, well, we're back to like weeding, weaving of, uh, cords and, <laughs> wow, well and braids and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, this is not, well, well, bring it home. I didn't, in, I didn't intend to use that as a segue, but like that, um, you can kind of weave the ideas of, of nostalgia and um, uh, regret or uh, like there's so many of those feelings that are sort of related, right. That, that, um, Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, everyone has to a certain degree. Um, But yeah, I think, um, yeah. I mean, I think if we're honest with, you know, if we, we feel, Oh, let's not do that. Yeah. (laughs) Let's pretend that what blatantly lying that someday about this we, film. <laughs> in theory, if, if, we're, if we're honest with ourselves, we all have those feelings, um, yeah. and you know, I also sometimes we will try to hide or run away from that just because they are, you know, they make us feel unsettled or ungrounded. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's just yeah i just feel like it's part of life and that you it's stupid to just deny that it exists um Mm -hmm. but i guess also to not take it to the extent where it like it i i guess that's the only thing because i think if you always feel that way like are you engaged then in your world Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like if you always feel like i'm misplaced in some way what what happens um yeah i don't know well, actually, I do know. I'm not going to tell you, but no, I don't <laughs> no. Uh, just, yeah, I, th- I don't know. It's it's just I'm just thinking out loud, basically. I think I think that's that's an interesting. Um, I think that's that's an interesting idea. Something I hadn't I hadn't thought about in relating to, um, that that scene again when. Uh, Taki's older and and looking for a job and feeling that that feeling of of longing and whatnot throughout like well he's definitely like, searching all the time yeah I mean and he's definitely trying to engage it which we see you know he's trying to like figure it out and and being frustrated because like no one is like listening to him and they don't get him and you know that's <laughs> I know I know how that he, feels every day so <laughs> yeah it's 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 kind of tra- uh, yeah it, it, it's kind of tragic in a way because it's mm-hmm. like he's i think he's gotten as close as he, he can figure you know because he's right. trying to be an architect and he's yeah. trying to like mm-hmm. specifically protect against like mm-hmm. like asteroids or whatever <laughs> i would assume <laughs> he's like and it's just kind of imagining this pitch from an outside right. point of view they're like why are you afraid of how did you get a celestial security? body like, yeah. <laughs> it's like if we just build every house with this 
three foot thick tape titanium exterior. <laughs> like nobody asked for this. Like, Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of it's just kind of kind of sad that he's he's trying so hard to get this thing, but then no one. You know, no one actually wants him on the job for this for this thing because what he's what he's suggesting is, uh, well, it's a, I mean, it's probably odd. ridiculous. Yeah, you know, because his friends are like, I got eight job offers today or whatever. And <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like in the cafe. That's good. And, and everyone says it's it's your. <laughs> the other again, the humor. It's like, well, it's your suit or whatever. And they all, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> which right. looks yeah. exactly like everyone else's everyone suit. Else's. So I don't, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. don't get that. But it was funny. <laughs> yeah, I think it's you know it's an interesting question of you know this sort of like wallowing in this feeling or being compelled by something that you feel is missing. Uh, you know, I think it's almost one of those things that's either it's it's either tragic or not tragic depending on you know what the person does with that energy right yeah, like right um and even the like if we were to <clears throat> i'm curious about what you guys think about the ending because there is almost when they find each other at the end it's it's almost a like see it was the right path to follow because they found each other but yeah you know, you I, I could not help but think, what are the odds that they're going to just walk past each other in Tokyo? <laughs> Tokyo, <laughs> ridiculously what do you large, mean with twenty city, million people. You know? that they could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so you could you could see that they never find each other, and that's right. never resolved. And again, I I think the story is there's a higher power here. Or there's a there's a bigger picture that we don't get and we don't need to. So I think for the story, it kind of makes sense that they do find each other but that is that could be a thing right he didn't go on more dates because he was stuck in this yeah you know thinking about another so i don't know it's just i i think i think it's an interesting uh question yeah i think i think that that the ending and like the fact that i i i do think that uh it's it's sort of shown that they they do actually like really only find each other by chance. Mm-hmm. I think because mm-hmm. it's like they pat they like pass each other like at least like two other times. But they right, don't really, that's right. They don't really recognize it. And it's like sure Tokyo is like a really big place, but it's like <laughs> I wonder if if like I don't know. It's 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 interesting to think about. Like you might um, there might be so many people that you pass by or whatever, mm-hmm. and just not like not not know them or not know their story and some people you might pass by and like think you might recognize mm-hmm. um but mm. maybe you're wrong or whatever and that's that's also <laughs> that's why that's why i really i really love the very end when they're walking like up and down <laughs> those steps or whatever yeah. it's like they're like this in this frantic run be- or whatever this 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 chase because they they finally like saw each other but then they look they look at each other and they're like it's like this it's this awkward moment that's totally relatable because yeah. I think I think that they don't really like they feel like they've met each other right. before but they <laughs> they don't remember any of the the things that happened to them when they were younger mm-hmm. um, and so finally um, unlike the other two times when they pass by and Taki got that feeling that I feel like I've recognized her before he actually 
had the courage to come out and say it, and she was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I think so too." Yeah, because I was and actually then, wondering, as you know, as we got close to the end of the movie, like, I was thinking, which way is this going to go? Is it that they are mm-hmm. just going to pass one another, and then we're kind of left thinking that, well, okay, this is never. They're never intended to ever meet, or was it going to have essentially a romantic, comedic sort of ending where the they, the two people finally do, um, you know, connect? Um, and I guess maybe it goes back to that whole, you know, threads and and things like that. That maybe they're just so entwined that they were just destined in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that that it had to happen this way or whatever. But um, yeah. Because I wasn't sure. Like, I, I really wasn't thinking how this was going to play out. Yeah. And and for me, like, I'm okay with that answer, right? Like, be, be, for this movie, I'm okay with the, they were destined to find each other. You know? Right. It, um, cause it, it does it make it sense. Kind of fits. Yeah. So. It seemed, yeah, it seemed like, all right, we have <laughs> a few examples of movies where all these crazy coincidences <laughs> happen and they the wacky (laughs) couple gets together right but Uh this one did feel earned in that sense that they built it up to that it didn't seem like oh this is just a contrived emotional ending right you know to like you know trick us into feeling some way where it feels like yeah they they brought us along this path in this journey um you know the would would they or won't they and Mm -hmm. um yeah i I i think it was um it was it was it was crafted well, um, and, mm-hmm. and and dis- and and shown to us in a way that with <laughs> believable <laughs> in the sense in the context <laughs> of this world it is believable. It didn't cheat. Yeah. It didn't cheat its own rules. I guess is what I'm trying it, to say. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So one one other aspect that I think that really. Um, elevates this movie at mm-hmm. least for me mm-hmm. um i th- i think it kind of goes hand in hand with the with the amazing visuals mm. as i think the music is also mm-hmm. like really really good mm-hmm. um like i could just listen to that soundtrack for hours and have <laughs> um and i think i think that the soundtrack really and the music mm-hmm. and in the moments really ele- or yeah it it really reinforces mm-hmm. the idea that um the idea of like like feeling mm-hmm. um rather than like you know like having some like explanation for everything or whatever it's right. like that 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 um i don't know feeling feeling what they're feeling i mm-hmm. guess yeah <laughs> I, I really agree. I think I think music can be such a a crutch at times to make you feel a certain way, and I totally agree with you that the music in this is helping to reinforce versus sort of a uh, uh, <laughs> the the script doesn't hold up, so we're gonna you know yeah. do a swell of strings here, and you're gonna no, it's, feel yeah. it in your guts. It's right? like a yeah, like yeah. putting a laugh track in or something. Like I mean, essentially, <laughs> music. It's it's. I mean, horror movies get away with this constantly. Where oh, we're, totally. We're, we're meant totally. to feel a sense of dread that's actually not present. Um, Wait, you mean, you mean they, the laugh track, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Scooby, like a Scooby Doo. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, I think the um, 
I did have notes about the the the, the soundtrack as, as as well, or just the score. Mm-hmm. I guess is what mm-hmm. you could also describe it because it was interesting. And sometimes, yeah, it was <laughs> like um, I just love the uh, like the pop music too. It just mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. Um, I wish I knew what the words were because um, they were. <laughs> I'm sure it had something to do with the story, but um, I can see why you listened to it more than once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I thought you know the is the song at the beginning the same song we get at the end, or are they different? Uh, they they're different. Okay, uh, the different tracks. Yeah, I thought the song at the end was was great, and that was still we still haven't wrapped up the movie yet, right? So we're getting sort of this moving forward a little bit, and the 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 music is there, and then we come back to the end if I'm remembering that right. But I think that's how it, how it goes. Um, but yeah, it was great. <laughs> Yes, I concur. Same. Great. Three, uh, wait, six, six <laughs> thumbs up for the score. <laughs> you know, one of the um, <clears throat> one of the scenes for me, or the areas of the movie that for me was just really, um, uh, I don't know, touching or, um, I don't know if profound is too strong a word. It's probably not the right word, but... Um, you see from Mitsuha's perspective the comet approaching and then you switch back to Taki and he's like we never switched bodies again and this was the Mm. first time I realized what that meant sort of the time mismatch there and like first path through like the city was destroyed right and then um you jump to when they when he finally does hop back into her body and like the first thing he does is like taki as mitsuha like gives himself herself whatever just this huge hug because it's like he's so relieved to be yeah. back there you know? <laughs> um and then, and then of course the sister comes in again and he's just <laughs> it's just, just bawling right tears just streaming down down her face I, I i really love that that little that little part you know yeah and i think i i'm not quite sure what it is about it but i re- i think that that that's a that's a really emotional like mm-hmm. like moment mm-hmm. but unlike so many other movies like so many other movies will will actually like will like throw comedy in after an emotional moment yeah. and make it feel like like it's it's kind of ruining the moment but i i, I don't i don't really think that I, I don't I don't really think that moment of, of comedy when <laughs> when her sister's like yeah I'm I'm leaving <laughs> bye <laughs> yeah I, uh, I I don't I don't I don't think it really it really undercuts that moment at all or no. anything like that I don't think so either I mean you laugh but you're still like feeling the emotions that it was set up or, or you know that that the the scenes or the movie's delivering at that point so um, yeah I totally agree. Yeah, and I'll, I mean, I, 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 there's there's so many like great like emotional moments. I think you were talking about again like the moment when he when he realizes he goes to like the the crater or whatever, mm-hmm. and he sees mm-hmm. that huge mm-hmm. like expanse of oh, of nothingness yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. or destruction, right. um, and it's just it's like. 
I I think I think the the twist mm-hmm. is very well, like the lead up to it and then the reveal, and first time watching you're like wait what yeah. <laughs> well and and again the, i mean the movie doesn't sit you down on its lap to explain to you right you have to kind of also sort of come to that realization um which i i think is great you're you're right i think you know <clears throat> the whole lead up to yeah figuring out what is actually going on and the fact that it's different times and whatnot i think um yeah it's it's really led into in a way <laughs> it's almost like you are talking in the finding it out when he does right and yeah with the same amount of like oh my god one piece of exposition though that i, I did make in my notes because it, it just for a movie that you know at times seemed random to me but i know it wasn't but this one did mm-hmm. seem awfully like interesting so there like i can't remember it must i can't remember who's who was in class but the teacher was talking about twilight right do you remember this part where oh, she, vaguely yeah so she's not talking about the movie about some movie about not the movie twilight it's vampires and no if she was sparkly she, for some reason in school <laughs> she's saying you know about twilight and they're like yeah and she's saying it's also called dusk or something like that and then she goes on to explain like um well, like in photography, it's you know we call it the golden hour with the light. Oh, right. It's like uh-huh. very interesting, and then she says also yeah. a magic hour, and then this kid makes oh that's what my grandma says, and she takes a lot of pictures, <laughs> and everyone laughs. But like that, I mean, obviously that particular scene was inserted there because it it played out later when they were at right. that moment at the top of the mm-hmm. crater where they could actually see each other um that was the only that was the only bit that i thought okay either you know obviously this is foreshadowing something or explaining somehow the mechanism of how they're able to you know relate to one another which is at this you know undefined i mean it's defined but you know how long how long does dusk last well it's hard to say but (laughs) (laughs) it ends when it ends um yeah but that that was the only part I didn't know if anyone else had any ideas about that particular scene. I, I don't. I, I I thought I thought it was really interesting, like how the teacher specifically described it. Yeah. It was like <laughs> it was... how like you could encounter something not human, and I'm like, <laughs> my teachers never mean? did that. <laughs> I don't remember that class in school. I just I would have loved that class. They had a. Our Japanese school system evidently is superior to ours. Yeah, I had completely forgotten about that classroom scene, and then I also, (laughs) until you said it, didn't make the connection of the the magic hour when they can finally see each other. I was just like, oh, they can do it now. (laughs) So, again, like, I feel like this movie is much smarter than I am, and, and, like, there are so many, like, little connections like that. Yeah, exactly. I felt, you know... It's sometimes very much like a tourist in this other... I mean, obviously the cultural differences, but beyond that even, like just that there's a vernacular that's used maybe in anime in general that Mm. people who, you know, (laughs) grow up watching it, 
you know, understand mm-hmm. how stories are told. Because um, my experience with anime, you know, is mostly like with robots <laughs> you know, and, and stuff like that. And like, you know, that's, it's, it's a little different than, you know, Gundam and this. <laughs> It's true. There's no mechs in this one. Yeah, so I, honestly, I, I was quite a disappointment. I was like totally <laughs> waiting for that part, and I was like, "This is not anime." <laughs> See, <laughs> Ta- Taki should not have gone into being an architect. He should have designed giant robots to, <laughs> that would have that would that would catch, I'll punch the It would have been much more realistic if he was inventing a mech army, and then they would have a way to alter time rather than. Make an emotionally compelling story. Um, they could have taken a much more economical route here. Um, <laughs> no, but I appreciate it because I know that there's a depth of artistic beauty and um, storytelling that I um I definitely should I definitely should be watching more movies like this. <laughs> Although I'm not going to stop watching ones with robots. So, Joe, as part of our ancient tradition here on Movies Will Save the World, there's there's usually um, a scene that, um, for, it, for various reasons, uh, is a key scene to the movie, to either, you know, how it encapsulates the entire film experience itself, or just stood out to you as being, you know, a scene of significance. Uh, so, was there a key scene for you in your name? Uh, yeah. So, I, w- I was I was really torn between two mm-hmm. two scenes that I was trying to decide between up until the very end. But I, <laughs> I, I do think I do think that one um, stands a bit above the other, mm. and that scene uh, would be the um the twilight scene at the top mm, of the yeah. mountain oh, yeah. yeah when you know when they first they for the first time actually get to <laughs> meet each other oh, and talk yeah, and that's true <laughs> yeah <Right. laughs> yeah and it's i i think i think it's it's just this great moment of um culminating all the build up and and mm-hmm. whatnot to into um into one a uh, really uh, emotional moment, I think. Right. Um, and I think, I mean, they're, you know, they, they meet and they're all like, um, <laughs> she like yells at him for all the, <laughs> all the stuff that he's done. She's like, you pervert. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but even 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 past that, I think that I think I think that that actually thinking about it more, I hadn't thought about this up until that this point. But I think that this might be the moment when they really realize they have like um, feeling for each other mm, beyond yeah. just like right. friends or or like <laughs> wanting to you know make sure everything's all right in the case of Taki I mean that's why he went to uh to the town to begin with because you didn't know why the swapping stopped and all that mm-hmm. um yeah I think I think every everything in that scene just like culminates in yeah in the the, the best way and 
I think there's a couple of things for me that really jump out in this scene, and I loved this scene so much. Mm-hmm. Um, to a certain extent, it's, you know, one could argue it's the first time it becomes real, right? Because even <laughs> all the lengths that he's gone to to come up to that, you know, mountain and whatnot, I mean, it could still be an imagined thing, and he's just sort of chasing the swamp, oh, right. chase, and then they actually speak to each other we hear them calling each other's names out first and then they get to finally see each other um and i think um the um you have them write they start to write their names down on each other's hands Right. right so that they'll remember um and i i i can't remember is it is it is it Taki that I think it's Taki that goes first on Mitsu, Mats, Mitsua's hand, right? Yeah. And writes something that we don't see, and then she starts to write on his hand and just vanishes. And the way that that just happens so suddenly um, is really compelling. Um, and then, of course, we get the ultimate. I don't, probably an irony, but you know, the, the discovery at the end that what he has written is I love you. Yeah. <laughs> not his actual name. So on the one hand, it, it, there's, it's such a bittersweet scene, you know, because they come together, they meet, they make a plan for let's not forget this. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then they almost undermine it, not intentionally, but like it, the fact that he didn't write his name down but wrote I love you is like, oh my god, that just hits me right in the gut, you know? It's like a gut punch of... And then they can't remember each other's names. Uh, yeah, it... I, yeah, because it starts think, to... F- yeah, the, the the memory starts to fade. and Yeah, just just the moment after, like, you know, that, that like, snap, you see the, the pen drop to the ground right. and the music completely cuts and then he's yeah. like... It's okay. I remember and yeah. he repeats the name over and over and over and over, but right. it doesn't. It still doesn't 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 work. He goes to write it down, and in that moment, he, he can't forget. Exactly. It. Yeah, it's so frustrating. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> no, it's it's heartbreaking, right? I mean, they finally have come together, and then through whatever power is is behind all of this, they they can't stay together, right? And right. You you watch them forget, and it's yeah, like I said, it's heartbreaking. I've I, I probably am making this up because the director didn't intend it, but <laughs> I mean, I, I I was thinking even like the fading daylight and such is mm. you know also related to the fading memory of this encounter and mm. like mm-hmm. you know because it was it was real and yet it's starting to become more and and not, and not even a memory he can describe anymore. Right. It's just, again, right. we go back to that. That's there's this feeling that something super important happened. And what was it? Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, yeah, it was, fr- it was, <laughs> it was frustrating, <laughs> but in, a, but in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think that way you described it, how it's fading until it's only a, a, a memory that you can describe. Actually. Uh, I'm just now realizing this, uh, brings us back to something that they say at the very beginning when they're mm. um uh when they're they're kind of um i forget exact, exactly what they're saying but they're describing how um like once we were like enthralled by this this comet and it was uh-huh. uh, as they say nothing more than a beautiful view huh. 
I think that. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You've got a good memory. I wish I had written that <laughs> written that down in my notes. <laughs> that's, that's the best thing you can say. You have a good memory. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I like and the a very insightful one. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. but yeah, I, I agree with Glenn. Though you do have a good memory because I can. I can <laughs> That's that that that's what I mean. The movie obviously has 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 so many yeah. layers and depth to it. It's not something. It's one of those movies that I love that you just you, you can't you know. There are movies that have a purpose. You watch it once and it's done. And it's like that's fine. Um, but there's movies you want to come back to, and um, think about I, and enjoy again. I, I think, and this may be an ignorant statement to make so um i'll own that uh in advance um but i you know covering covering your bases <laughs> oh well yeah i i feel like it, you know and i haven't watched a ton of anime but i've watched my fair share and one of the things and this is probably going to be one of these like gross generalization comments so again like, you know I'll, just, I'll make the comment about the entire genre but right um I, i've seen i i feel like i've seen a what's the right word almost like it's a little bit more earnest or genuine in terms of some of the these kinds of emotions that we see in this movie like if if this were like a a an American movie or like a rom-com or something like that. I just feel like there'd be so much extra sort of like cynicism layered ah, right. on top of it. Oh you know? yeah. I, or, I totally see what you're saying. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. And I, I feel, I just feel like, you know, this movie and I feel like I've seen it in, in other, um, anime as well, where it's like, there's no shying away from these feelings or the genuineness of it, or that, you know, it's, it's, real and valid and should be explored and considered it right is, and, I, and i yeah I, I guess i just feel like in a lot of american cinema that's sort of like uh tongue-in-cheek haha we don't really believe in this garbage well you know we have I mean? a difficult time i think showing sincerity without yeah. it becoming cheesy right We're, yeah like american filmmaking is just not good at <laughs> being, you know that that dealing with that type of yeah like where, where mm-hmm. people just start to do what you're saying is just like you get mm-hmm. kind of snarky and make like a you know a little comment um they actually you i don't know you you guys probably know this i just found out before this podcast that they are making a hollywood remake of this movie uh are you serious yeah yeah and are you serious i'm i'm, I'm totally this is serious the kind, this is the kind of thing that you would just drop as a joke no 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 no, no. it's the director who i don't really like <laughs> it's it's i don't know if oh it's my it. god it's being directed by jj abrams no 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 what? no wait no, wait, wait no? it's not well no what i read it was the director of um no I didn't like this movie. Maybe you guys did whatever. 500 days of summer, that director. Oh, um, I don't. Yeah. I haven't seen that. All right. Good. Um, oh, hang on. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I don't know where I found it. <laughs> I mean, if it was, I would be, that's even worse you know, news to me. JJ um, saw the comet falling. and was like, think about all the lens flares I can get on that. <laughs> but oh all I know about the remake is it's going to take place in Chicago. And the girl is um, a First Nations or Native American girl. 
Uh-huh. That's that's all I know about uh-huh. the the remake plot. Um, huh. So they're obviously not <laughs> they're not doing it in Japan and trying to. Oh you know, man, and, and, are, are are they going to try and bridge the time gap between present day and like oh, pre I, I colonization? Frickin' hope not. No. I mean, this, <laughs> but this is. I mean, I I can understand on one hand mm. why you'd want to make you know make a movie of of this film but i don't see mm-hmm. how it could be done the same way at all and <laughs> yeah we'll find out yeah i think i think i think that's that's true like i've i have yet to see a good live action adaptation of an no, of an anime no yeah they're, you know, yeah, they're series or movie yeah or they're nothing close to the like the depth and quality of something like that and they they Ooh. yeah they just don't come across that well I think it's a different art form. Exactly. You know? It's like you, you <laughs> yeah. can't you can't express everything that you with the 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 style of animation and the style of animation changes from scene to scene or from right. emotion to emotion, right? Like you to try and do that and just sort of like uh, shoehorn it into live action. <laughs> it's no, I it's feel, yeah. There's and I think it's because of that. There's too many nuances and clues mm-hmm. with the art of anime that mm-hmm. doesn't transcribe easily into just, yeah. Um, yeah. Cinema in that way. I mean, it's the, it's, it goes both ways, but um, well, it's the medium. It doesn't, it can't translate literally. Yeah. I mean, you all realize what, what has just happened here, right? Which is we are going to have to watch this, version of this movie and come <laughs> and back a, together no, to do I, a no, I don't. conversation about it. I'm hoping the movie gets stuck in production hell and then <laughs> make it. That's my prayer. Uh, yeah, we need, Chris, we need a whole category on this show, the theme being movies that really, no one asked to be remade. <laughs> yeah! Exactly! Like Ghost in the Shell. Like, what? Yeah. That, was, that was totally unneeded to make Yep. <laughs> make one like yeah. it was already a perfect movie that it's just so strange to me what they should do is take crappy movies and remake them why do a masterpiece and make it worse you know what i mean so yeah because i i just don't see how you could how you could top what what this this, this yeah thing. Or, especially yeah. not with live action and no. and or or to even equal a lot of the things that we're talking about i i I think it's i think it's the the expression um you know and i'm talking like i know a ton about anime (laughs) 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 but from what from what i experienced it is hard for me to envision a decent adaptation of this movie i guess i yeah i really agree into a hollywood rom-com yeah I I think this movie is wonderful and I think it stands on its own two feet and I think exactly. the only reason to remake this in some sort of like western thing is just because of like I don't know people's not being familiar with the genre versus anything else I agree I don't think they're not going to do anything better Yeah I mean I so. guess if it <laughs> the only good thing I think that could happen is that it would at least get them interested in watching the better version <laughs> It's true. It's I mean, true. It, it would it would bring more exposure to that. Um, I hope so. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, it's yeah. It's a pity when <laughs> I think things like that happen. 
<laughs> do you do you know anyone who saw the new Point Break that hadn't seen the previous? And said, <laughs> now I want to go back and watch the original. I don't know if those people exist out there. Well, I haven't seen either, so. Um... <laughs> well, that's a shame. Oh, well, what you you have not been <laughs> parented well. I don't think. <laughs> Yeah, Dad. That's not... Why haven't you shown me Point Break yet? Go yeah, ahead. that is that is. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> oh man. The grandma figures it out, right? That yo, yes, is is, is like uh, yeah, is yeah. like switching or somehow, and mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, this has happened like all the time to our family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, she, thanks you, for cluing me in, Grandma. Yeah, when like, are you going to tell us about that little family tradition? Exactly. It's like that would have kind of been good to know at some point in my life um, that this would happen. Um, it's, what? It's, what the hell? It's I, like, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's like that moment in Teen Wolf where it's like, oh yeah, son, you're a you're, you're a werewolf, and we just didn't tell you. It's exactly um, like Teen Wolf. That's what I immediately thought of. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of comparisons to be made, really. But, uh. but <laughs> joking aside, that is a strange bit of information that to withhold mm-hmm. <laughs> from her, and then how that plays out within anything else that has happened. Um, like, yeah. does this mean like all of us then have this connection with another person? And that we eventually meet them, and you know, I I don't know. It 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 was such a huge thing um, yeah. that never got really, in my opinion. I maybe if I should I should watch it a few more times, but I didn't I didn't see how that got resolved or even mentioned mm-hmm. again. I think well, I so I think my best guess with with that is kind of. Um, it's doing a bit of tying the uh, like this strange phenomenon that they've been experiencing to like their family's um, religion and the whole like shrine mm. and stuff. Yeah, like the that. shrine. Mm-hmm. I knew it. Yeah, it has something to do with that. <laughs> That's like yeah. Yeah, and the and like when like when Taki's going down there and he trips and he sees that big, that mural of the, of, of a comet mm. on mm-hmm. like the rocks on, or the, like yeah. the ceiling or whatever. Right. Um, and how that happened, like, uh, like something other well, thousand years ago. Well, like when, yeah, miss the, the guy's bathroom burnt down or whatever. Like, was that part of it? Like the, I'm talking uh, about the fire, the the village fire, and they said, she's like, oh, I thought that was all part of the same scene, or maybe that's a weaving to, scene, or maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. The, I don't remember the bathroom burning down. No, no that, that, that the was... The bathhouse. Um, that was during... Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. That was during the... The, we- the weaving oh, okay, scene. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, sorry. You're right. Yes. But, but I, I do think that little tidbit is uh, important, because it's like, it happened like... It didn't. It didn't happen like before the comet or whatever, mm. like thousand years ago or something. Yeah. But it was a long time ago. It was like two hundred right. years or something. Yeah. Like that, I think. I think. Yeah, that's and, how I remember it. <laughs> yeah, and and they said that like all the records of like mm. why they couldn't remember the words. Yeah, to the to the ritual. Um, that yeah, that's yeah. 
Um, yeah, so there's that spiritual element also mm-hmm. in the story that um, obviously is <laughs> integral that, you know, I'm not, I don't know, yeah. like Shintoism and, and other beliefs like that, but the mm-hmm. ancestors and the connection to the present, I know, is, mm-hmm. an, is an important aspect. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, that I... <laughs> I have zero uh, <laughs> insights or <laughs> value to contribute to my ideas on that. But I feel like it is part of the, the conversation so far that, you know, we haven't really touched on. And, and it's also the, that, that shrine and that house in the sort of middle of the, the valley that is, yeah. is such an important thing. Again, I feel like watching this a few more times, more of those connections might become apparent, but yeah, I, I it, I know it's important. I don't know what it means. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that there's there's a lot of uh, little things that the that the grandma says or whatever mm-hmm. yep. uh, explains, especially when they're when um, Taki's in Mizo's body and they're going up to the shrine for the first time and uh-huh. she's talking mm-hmm. about uh, Musubi and like the yeah. the the threads and all that mm-hmm. and she also talks about how like um crossing that river mm-hmm. is like walking into the underworld oh That's right. yeah right oh i totally forgot about that um yeah which i thought i thought i thought was really interesting especially when he goes back there the second yeah. time and it mm-hmm. i mean visually to me i think the way that they that that they uh showed that scene or whatever um with all the fog and stuff like that, it almost yeah. does kind of look like the underworld, right. I guess, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, like you you're know? passing into... Yeah, exactly. There does seem to be the theme, at least, about forgetting yeah. the, the old ways, or, or, mm-hmm. or the, mm. the, ten- the tension between, you know, yeah, modernity and then lose, you know, losing sight mm-hmm. of, you know who we are and where we came from and how that informs us today. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe I I think you're right. I mean, it it definitely is. It definitely is talking about something. And I, I, it's, it's, you know, again, I'm, (laughs) I, I, people more clever than me probably could (laughs) explain it, but um, that, that did strike me as something that was, um, interwoven <laughs> mm-hmm. into the story um, going back and forth between even modern, you know, modern Tokyo, one of the most, you know, mm-hmm. not, they're not even modern. Like, Tokyo's like living in the future by a few years. It feels like <laughs> to the rest of us, like three yeah. years in the future yeah. is to, is our reality. Whereas mm-hmm. like, you know, the small rural town and, you know, ha- hanging on to these old customs and, right. and other things. Um, yeah. That's the- yeah, and it's 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 interesting too how it's like, um, yeah. I mean, you you see a lot of the friction between like the old customs and the new. I mean, like Mitsuha really, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, at least at the beginning, really hates her. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> her customs or whatever. It's like it's embarrassing to her. Yeah, she wishes she could right go out and explore the world i guess um and yet and yeah i think it's interesting that i think it's these old customs that are what caused their their um 
whole body swapping thing in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ex- um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and and by extension, if that's true, then the you know saving everyone in the village, right? Because they yeah, yeah. they wouldn't have been saved if if this whole thing didn't happen. Huh. So wow. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, if we spend another 90 minutes, we might get to one answer of what this movie is trying well, to tell Well, because even, us. like, Taki's obsession with what? I mean, he's, like, showing pictures of, like, landscapes and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, talki- right. and talking about th- that's become his obsession, and he doesn't know why. But right. um, there's that, conne- yeah, there's that connection that... Um, mm-hmm. I don't again. I don't think anything in this movie is random. It's it's definitely yeah. there to tell us something, and it's our job to figure it out. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd be really interested to like go back later and like look up like uh, I don't know like Shinto beliefs mm-hmm. uh, and all sorts of like because um, yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure it, it, yeah it, it must have a, a larger meaning mm-hmm. to it a Japanese audience that mm-hmm. is part of the film that yeah, I guess exactly. kind of missing <laughs> because <laughs> there, there's even that part where like they're it's now the present or whatever. And mm-hmm. there's the, uh, that couple, um, they're in the cafe. Itaki's there too. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about a wedding and she's like, Oh, wouldn't it be fun to do a, a Shinto wedding or something like mm-hmm. that? You know, it's even, mm-hmm. it's just like, they don't, Again, I don't like lines like that being dropped in are obviously not for the American audience. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's evidently something that is a choice that people can have. And it would be, I guess, that to, to what I thought, it's the difference between even in our country, you know, just mm-hmm. having like a religious wedding versus just mm-hmm. a, you know, a special ceremony kind of thing. I think that's, that's well, how I, I read into it. I am. Um, definitely looking forward then to the american westernized <laughs> remake of this oh, <laughs> translate all of those cultural cues and subtleties into our stupid country <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i yeah i do think that there's like a few uh bits of the movie that are hard to to mm-hmm. translate yeah it's like even <laughs> some of the some of the humor like mm-hmm. yeah when, um, <laughs> right when mitsuha's in taki's body for the first time and and she's like talking to taki's friends or whatever oh right. um because of how like d- japanese language has different um like like pronouns for i like referring to yourself mm-hmm. okay. um I think I, they did the best job they could with the subtitles, trying to trying to get across that <laughs> yeah. that comedic moment. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something was lost there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, comedy is. I mean, of all the different translations, yeah. I think comedy is the hardest one to cross between cultures in yeah, general. For sure. And and that's that's just yeah, that's just tough to pick up those cues um, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I think one so kind of kind of a slightly slightly different topic. Uh, but really quick, I did want to talk a little bit about how they um, how it's revealed that the town was saved. Mm. You know. Oh yes. Um, okay. Yeah. How you know it, it's 
it's um i think they i I just think they did a really good good job not just like straight up telling you like Mm -hmm. um like oh we saved the town and it's and it's kind of left like up in the air because we see we see mitaha go to her father and but then the, the very next thing we see is the meteor hitting the town right um and so it's not really explained until later and then we see through like the news report mm-hmm. um and we see through Tessie and um what's her name <laughs> yeah i know who you mean <laughs> the friend yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the at the coffee shop and we see like and also it's i think it's really cool throughout all those other or throughout that sort of montage um you see you recognize a lot of other people from that Ooh, town right. like now in Tokyo mm-hmm. and like having jobs in in and around that area and stuff like that i just thought it was it was it was a clever way to imply mm-hmm. that their actions had an effect on yeah uh, the lives of all these people i yeah. I, I really love that too because i again i think there is a lot in this movie that would have been hard to do justice if you had tried to show it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, uh, the, the showdown with the father, right? Like convincing him to save the town. I, I think there's a real way that scene, if you play it out, falls short of expectations. And I think it was really smart to just leave it as yeah. where it cut. And then, yeah, again, also the, like, just, you can just jump forward to this worked and you don't need to see all of the ways in which it worked. <laughs> exactly. Um, you yeah. know, it, it's almost like it would slow the story down. And again, I think so like so much of this, there's an easing you into it as the observer where again, you're still a little bit like what's going on. What happened? I'm not quite sure. And then it's revealed to you. I, I, so it's almost like staying true to form, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. but I really appreciated it. So, I have a question for the two of you. Okay. Um, yep. That I know is a question that you guys ask on every <laughs> podcast. Do you two think that this movie saved the world? Uh, uh, Chris, should we flip a coin for who goes first on this? <laughs> you, or arm no, wrestle or something? <laughs> I get to go first. I don't... Um, <clears throat> oh, man. I, I thought I should have a... I thought I'd have a ready-made answer. Um, <laughs> wasn't a surprise question <laughs> <laughs> who could have expected all right this to I, I will at the end I'll, I'll, I'll give a little bit of what i think of what i was thinking about and in, in the Thank sense you. that <laughs> one thing i think at least and it, it, it was to me a sub theme of the movie actually if mm. if, if we consider you know what it, the things we've been talking about about um inter- the what I think the movie did well and saved the world was the was just the importance of the past and mm-hmm. the present um, mm-hmm. being being combined. I, I, yeah. I, I, I think it's a great um, denial of ourselves to say that anything that happened before us was important you know it's just like yeah mm-hmm. like we're we're better than the past in so many yep. ways and like we you know how dumb they were and how um yeah i think we're you know unfortunately sometimes equally as dumb <laughs> or worse <laughs> but 
um, it's dumb in different ways. Yeah, but the, but there are we to to totally neglect our history mm-hmm. of as just people. I don't mean like I'm not talking about like cultural history. I'm talking about actual mm-hmm. things that we've knowledge we've gained through experience, but also. Um, I think that's an important lesson to, to, to move on with in our lives. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've worked, um, you know, I've worked in the church for great, great part of my adult life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the church is, was traditionally built on tradition. (laughs) (laughs) And there, there are different types of Christian churches that almost like, You'd think the you'd think Christianity was invented in the nineteen nineties the way they act, and I think I just think like it's, it's, it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Like, what do you mean? Um, but no, and I, it it seems so shallow to me. I guess is the best way yeah. to describe it. It's, it seems like it's missing. It's like meat <laughs> or or, or veg, vegetables or whatever. It's missing. It's missing substance and sustenance. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah. Oh, so anyway. No, no, and, and that's kind of where I'm going with that. So yeah, I, I, I agree, and I, and I think what's so great about a movie like this, where this isn't sort of a ham-fisted everything that we did in the past is you know the right way, and you know, right? Because the the flip side of the story is right, like tradition for tradition's sake, right? Um, exactly. And, and I think what's so great about this movie, because this movie is so thought provoking and you know that there is meaning in different areas and you can't quite get to why, but it's important, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that same mindset is the way to approach tradition, right? Like it, do we have to do it the same way? Well, let's understand why we did it that way in the first place. Let's, let's not set aside the, even if I don't understand it, maybe there's an importance to it. <laughs> yeah. And that deserves some thought and attention. Um, uh, and it's, <laughs> you know, and, and, and approaching it with that sort of curiosity, I think curiosity being the, the, the key term there um, is, is I think an important lesson, right? Like, you know, every generation wants to rebel against their, their parents. Um, yeah, no, I mean, and, and, <laughs> yes, and every generation do. has yeah and, and every generation has new ideas and and in oftentimes better <laughs> ideas or better solutions to well, like a, a modern world but exactly you know, yeah. it's it, it is a it is a it is a tension of you know mm-hmm. of just living and our feet in two different places. Cause obviously, right. yeah, there's a lot of things from the past that we don't want back right. <laughs> and we're still dealing. <laughs> I can with name the, a few. <laughs> yeah. And we're still dealing with the repercussions of those things. Right. Right. And you know, part of our experience too, is to look at the past and say, yeah, they screwed up and we got to mm-hmm. like, we got to, we got to change it. Um, mm-hmm. So it doesn't form us in that way too. But yeah, just to say like, yeah, it was all like, you know, let's just let's just cut ourselves off from that. I I, I right. don't know. I, I I think that is a dangerous move. Um, yeah, it's it's hard because the other major theme of the the movie where we talked about this longing and this like mm-hmm. kind of searching for your identity. Um, that that one I'd have to think more about and how that yeah. saves the world. <laughs> I, I I think so too because I think like to get caught there and get stuck there, it's a little bit again sort of like. Um, 
the movie we talked about last week, Safety Not Guaranteed, where if the lesson you take away is that getting stuck in the notion of nostalgia is yeah. productive, then you can <laughs> you can live there for a long time, right? And again, I think this movie yeah, it's kind of this limbo, a good limbo job, half, of, yeah, yeah. I mean, it it is very effective at conveying the feeling, right? So, um, uh, yeah, and exactly. then, and then maybe you decide what, <laughs> what to do with that feeling. So I, I, so are we both a yes then? I think I we're think both a yes. Did. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, I think we believe, we believe All it right. has saved the world. So. Cool. Yeah. The world saved. All yeah. right. Time to go home, everyone. <laughs> well, yep. and it, did, uh, <laughs> it, it it also did literally save an entire village from an asteroid. So maybe that would have been the faster answer. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yes, that saved at least five hundred people's uh, lives. So. All right. So, uh, of course, another question that you guys have is a bit of a. <laughs> tradition on this show is a uh, is a would you rather mm-hmm. question yes. um now <laughs> when you all laughing because uh, <laughs> we know so, where this goes <laughs> <laughs> so my my would you rather maybe a little bit different from the Uh-oh. others that you guys have given to each other in the past but i think it's okay. an interesting question that i wanted to ask you guys regardless um would you rather um, remember every dream that you ever have? Oh, good lord! Whether it's bad or good, or never be able to forget every dream that you have ever had. Wow! Bad or good. Oh man! Oh, that is so, this is oh, Joe. Why, why, why did you, why you got Joe to like, us oh. on this? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, you've raised the bar so high for us. Going I know. Forward, why we're have to why think did of you smart questions? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, um, I want to think about that. You get to go first this time. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's fair. I'm good with hypotheticals. Um, so either remember every dream or forget every dream. Is that that's the question? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, gosh, that's such a good but hard question. Yeah. Um, Here's. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something funny to say, and I can't because, like, I, like I'm like, well, let me tell you my theory on dreams, uh, which is going to be boring for everybody. Um, oh man, I I'm gonna go with remember because, I mean, there have been some whacked out crazy dreams, and I would like to be able to remember them from time to time. Uh, <laughs> And then most of my bad dreams are all the same, so I can just sort of like put that in the same place. It's just this dumb stress dream. So um, I think I'm going to say I want to remember them all. Fair enough. Yeah, I, um, I, that's the eventually decision I came to as well. I, I, mm. I know people who say they don't remember their dreams ever, and um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's so weird. Like. Mm. Um, to not be able to do that. Um, but yeah, like I definitely <laughs> have had dreams that are just crazy intense and no, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to relive those, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, to not, I, I think it would be, a, it, there's just something about, I don't know. Dreams seem to be, imp- 
important, and I don't know how, um, but they they show up and well, well, I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, <laughs> you know what dreams are. <laughs> I don't I mean, want to describe what a, like a here's what a dream. No. Um, <laughs> so to answer your very, very difficult and thoughtful question, I would want to remember dreams, yeah. good or good or bad, all of them. Fair enough. Well, well played. Much <laughs> as you said, much like um, uh, much like how how uh, Taki and Mitsuha feel about their dreams, they're. Uh, <laughs> they don't quite know why, but they seem important. <laughs> exactly. Very well said. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, Joe, thank you so much for coming on. This yeah. has been such a fun experience. Um, you are and invited this was... back anytime. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Sure. I'll just be here every episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this was uh, such a good movie to watch. I, yeah. I think, I think one that we would not necessarily have picked on her own so very very grateful that uh, you brought that movie to us and it was a, a ton of fun so like like you yeah. said yes welcome back anytime <laughs> no it was it's cool. i always uh yeah just i did thoroughly enjoy the movie you chose and yeah. um it's um it was a pleasure to discuss it with you so thank you yep yeah, I'm. I'm, uh, I'm glad you all enjoyed the film. I'm uh, glad you all uh, uh, invited me on here. <laughs> that was great. So, um, we just had a very enjoyable and unique experience by having mm-hmm. um, Joe come and join us for this, and that was awesome. So now we yeah. go back to. Just regular old us. And, <laughs> what um, dumb movie am I going to pick? Yeah. <laughs> so it better be good, damn it. No. Um, so what, what, what are we going to do next on Movies Will Save the World? All right. Well, I'll tell you what I wanted to do, and then I'll tell you what I chose. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I have been on like this A24 kick, and, and, yeah, you, and I, I had a little I, bit of back and forth about yes, that. Yes, I know. Um, I really want to see the Green Knight, but as oh. far as I can tell, you can't rent it yet. It's just oh. like for buying streaming only. Oh, I see. So I'm I'm setting that one aside. But I did want to do um, an A24 film. So uh, <laughs> for my pick, under the theme of WTF, because <laughs> that's the best way I can categorize this film. It's the mm. 2019 film The Lighthouse with The uh, Lighthouse. Yes, Willem Dafoe. Um, and uh, Robert Patterson, have you seen this? Yes, this definitely deserves uh, to be talked about, and I am really looking forward to <laughs> thinking about this one with you because we've that, never we've never talked about it. No. Um, and obviously you didn't know if I'd seen it or not. I didn't know that you'd seen it, so yeah, this would be, uh, be very interesting. <laughs> I know. I can't wait. I mean, part of why I just put it under the WTF category is like I don't even know where to begin with this movie. It, it's like there's so much I just want to talk about, but. I'm in this camp of like, that's weird. That's yeah. Weird. I wonder what that means. That's weird. No, no kidding. <laughs> no, this is this is gonna be yeah. This this yeah. This is gonna be fun again. Yeah. Um, cool. Because this is a really <laughs> provocative movie in some ways. <laughs> that's a good word for it. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening uh, to our uh, show again this week. Next week, we'll do The Lighthouse 2019. Just uh, Chris and I to (laughs) 
see if we can be smart enough to dissect yet a, yeah. another another <laughs> movie yeah. that's beyond that's us. Way <laughs> more intelligent yeah. than we are. So, yep. Yep. let's bring it on. That's right. All right. Let's tune in next week to listen to us wallow in our own inadequacies. <laughs> yes. For more ignorance from Chris and Glenn. That's right. That's our motto. That's right. Oh, man. That's a good tagline. All yeah, right. Let's, let's keep going. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Catch you next Bye. time. Bye. Bye.